0: Welcome to Trail to 100, the podcast where we tell our story of training for our first 100 mile race. Tune in to hear about the struggles, the growth, the learning, and the exploration that come with tackling this challenge. It's the story of two average Joes trying to achieve something they once thought was impossible. So join in on the Trail to 100. Thank you for joining us here on the Trail to 100. I'm Jacob Bateman. Joined with me is my beautiful and smiling wife, Melody.
1: Hey, guys.
0: How are you doing today, Melody?
1: Uh, doing good. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing well. Um, so we got a lot to catch up everyone up on.
1: Yeah. By the way, this is the first time he's asked me how I've been today. It's noon. No,
0: I (laughs) asked you earlier. I asked you how you slept and you told me about this dream. Every detail that you remembered, even the color of people's shirts. And
1: Well, if you tell your dream right after you wake up, it's easier to remember it. I dreamt that me and Jacob were on a fox and... This was like Jacob's pet, and he knew how to work this fox. And we we're both sitting on the fox and jumping over fences on the fox. And at one point, Jacob fed it shredded sweet potatoes to make it go faster.
0: <laughs> hey, sweet potatoes make us run faster, so yeah, why not? It, it makes foxes? sense.
1: No. <laughs>
0: anyway, so Melody's telling me about her and the foxes. And, and here we are recording the podcast. Well,
1: we were supposed to do it this morning. I was telling you about the foxes and I was like and I was like, okay, like let's get up and do the podcast and he was like, no. And then he slept for two more hours.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. Here in the basement house Bateman household. Not the I guess we household. do live in a basement. Yeah. But... Um anyway, so Let's uh let's get to the nitty gritty. It's been 2 weeks since we've actually really given a live podcast.
1: It's been a crazy 2 weeks, y'all. So sorry that we haven't been consistent here. It's been 3 weeks. 3 weeks? Yep. Yeah, it's life has been a little bit hectic. As you guys all probably understand, the world is just hectic right now.
0: So we um we've continued the train. We took a trip down to st george and we ran down there which was a lot of fun that was awesome yeah it's a red rock cliff area in case any of you don't know about st george google it look it up it's gorgeous Mm -hmm. so we went down there and went running and that was great and we got lost which we'll share with you guys we'll talk about about that
1: but how about we just kick this off with the worst news in the world
0: yep that sounds good to me
1: our race was canceled
0: yep So it was, what, supposed to be August 5th or 6th? U100,
1: August 8th, is officially canceled.
0: And so that means for us, what do we do?
1: You know, honestly, a big reason we haven't done the podcast is we've been kind of depressed. We're like, okay, well now what like we've we've trained for four months we've been working so hard we've sacrificed so much we spent so much money and the race is canceled and i'm sure a lot of you listeners out there have experienced the same thing
0: okay so with this canceling the race thing like at first i'm just like oh yeah if the race is canceled let's look into other races later in the fall right that's the most logical thinking like okay things are slowing down with the covid thing and so hopefully in the fall time everything will be okay but no get this we could sign up for those races but come to find out with most of these races you don't get your money back even if they are the one to cancel I understand the whole, like, you canceling because they can't have everybody canceling, you know, a couple weeks ahead of time. But if the race director cancels the race, they keep the money and say, oh, you'll have a free pass the next year.
1: Okay. Jacob's a little bit bitter. Here's the soapbox. Carry <laughs> well, on. <laughs> here,
0: why, here's my logic, Okay. Um, And if I was a race director and maybe one day I will do it, I could see myself putting together a race, us together, doing one one of these days. I'd love to do that. If we as the directors canceled the race, I say you at least give them 75% of their money back.
1: But what if most of the time these race directors didn't want to cancel the race? It's almost like they were forced to cancel their race.
0: Yeah. So your point? you still so there's a there's a thing called business and when a person is a business owner also known as a race director you are running a business that race is a business and you
1: need to be prepared for anything right
0: there is always a risk when you run a business um with any other business if they don't produce a product then they either you either get your money back or, yeah, you get your money back. <laughs> no, that's If you I don't agree. get the product in the time that you want that product, you, you get, get money your money back. back and that business is out of money. And there's no one to blame but that business um, because, you know, they weren't able to produce it. And that's just the risk. It's the risk of going into business and becoming a business owner. But with almost all these races that I've seen, most all of them are not giving money back.
1: Well, well, three of our races were canceled. We didn't get our money back for our marathon. We didn't get it. We're not getting our money back for the one hundred miler, and that was a lot of money. Yeah, and we did get our money back for the Scout Mountain fifty k, or not 50K, fifty k, fifty, 50 mile. miler.
0: Yeah. So, and I like that. Um, shout out to the Scout Mountain ultras. They do hundred miles. They do fifties. They gave us a ninety percent refund. Um And I love that. They gave you the option to defer to next year. You could get a refund or you could donate your money to a charity of some sort.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, And I love that. that. That is run by people who are honest and ethical race directors and understand they took a risk by going into that business. And it just turned out that that risk didn't pay out this year for them.
1: Yeah, um, I agree. I guess it's like like say you pay Walmart all of this money and then they're like, "Oh, sorry, you can't have your groceries, but you can have them next year." Yeah. Or like Amazon, anytime this has happened a lot, you know, cuz Amazon's been kind of weird with COVID. There's a lot of things that I've ordered and then they've emailed me and they're like, "Hey, we sent you a refund. We we can't get it
0: to yeah, you." Yeah, if you don't get the product in the time period where you have signed up to get the product, you deserve a refund. That's business. Yeah. And it just bugs me. And the the race director for our race just, like, sent out an email, like, almost propping himself up in the fact that he'll let us defer this up to three years. Like, look how be kind I'm being. I'm like, well, I want to run right now in my life is the point where I have the time to run 100 miles. I don't know where I'm going to be next year. Like I'm not an ultra diehard runner. I don't want to keep this up for the rest of my life. And this is taking everything it has out of me to just do it right now, right here. And, and, but I want to do it. And this was the time period. And here, if he would refund me, I could then use that money to go to, another race in the fall and sign up for that race so i could still do it in the relative time period that i want to do it but i don't get a refund so then i'm out of my money and who knows if i'm even going to want to do it next year that's just my so there's my there's my soapbox on this i think this is ridiculous and if you are a race director out there or ever hope to become a race director um i hope you listen to a disgruntled racer (laughs) right now and remember to try to be as ethical as you can. I understand if you can't do the full refund, um but come on. You got to give them back something. So anyways, there it is. That's why I'm mad. And Woo. and we're going to so now it I know a part of me and a lot of it sounds like excuses and so we've been looking into different options on what we could do. And there's the we could just try to stay in kind of marathon shape sort of that zone. Until, M- maintain like,
1: what we've what we've gained through our training.
0: Yeah. And, you know, still train pretty well and then just run it next year. So that's option number one. Right.
1: Mm hmm. And. Well, well, before we go into that, I just, I just want to say what my opinion is on on not getting our refunds back. I'm not quite as upset. I mean, it it makes sense that we, we should get our money back. And like Jacob said, the reason we chose to do it this year is because we both have the time to do it this year. And like you said, we don't know where we're going to be next year. Work is going to, it's gonna get busier for both of us like, and like we we family have the time.
0: wise we don't even know where we'll be living exactly i mean if you really want to get into the nitty-gritty like we just next year it's hard to plan a year in advance
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> you know because opportunities come up and you know or other things you want to do that's going to take your time you know
1: yeah So so that that is a little bit frustrating. But here's the thing. I I want to assure you guys that we're going to run 100 miles no matter what, whether it's this year or next year, we're going to run 100 miles. So like Jacob was saying, one of the options is we sign up for a different race which is scary because we just don't know what races are going to be canceled or not. And, yeah. and who knows if they'll take we drop, our money
0: too. And yeah,
1: run. and what if it cancels? And then, and then all of a sudden we're signed up for like three, 100 mile races that, you know, so we also have considered, we've had lots of friends and family reach out and they said that they would put up aid stations for us or drive next to us. If we decided to put on our own, 100 mile race which
0: i'm considering yeah i think it'd be
1: fun actually i don't want to
0: i don't want to be that guy who uh just makes a bunch of excuses on why i didn't run 100 miles no we're, we're gonna make it happen we might just have to suck it up and find some routes that even
1: if we do antelope island a couple times we could do 100 miles out there we could pick just a flat stretch, a back road somewhere and run 100 miles and have our friends and family drive next to us with everything we need in the car. We're, we're still trying to figure out what we want to do. Uh,
0: it's not ideal, but it's an option.
1: Yeah. Because we're definitely we're not ready to we can't plan a hundred mile race like like the u100 with that kind of climbing nope. with that kind of terrain and and, the and to organize and y- the kind of support we would need yeah it's just too much you know so See, but we can do it another, if are on a road
0: yeah but i hate roads
1: <laughs> yeah but we're gonna do it we're no like 100 miles no matter what
0: okay but
1: yeah, it was just stink. hard
0: because I'm in the mindset of uh, running trails. It would be way the, more fun to be on a trail in a mountainous or wilderness area.
1: Well, that's why like Antelope Island would be nice because we yeah. can get cars out there, and that's a lot prettier than a long stretch of road. Somewhere.
0: I just, I
1: just. If you guys have any suggestions, comment in our Facebook page, Trail to One Hundred. If you know a good place where we could throw on a if you can call a hundred miles easy where we can put on an easy 100 mile race.
0: And also if you've signed up for a race and <laughs> have, and got your money back because it was canceled, please let me know. I want to recognize the race directors and races that are doing, that are running their businesses ethically.
1: Okay. But also what I, what I haven't said is um, I, I see where you're coming from Jacob. Personally, I don't want to like hate on the companies who didn't give the money back quite, (laughs) quite, quite so intensely because because I've never been a race director and I just don't understand. Like, I don't know where they're coming from. One racer, one race director I talked to, he was like, I can't. He's like, I literally can't give everyone their money back because I would go bankrupt. He's like, I've already spent all of the money. Well, why, uh, why and, are they spending
0: they, money before?
1: Before the actual race and a business should be You prepared. don't have a
0: profit until the product but has been completed.
1: I, I know, I know. I, I just have never been a race director and I don't know everything that goes into it. And maybe they feel like, maybe they've already put a ton of work into this race. And they feel like they've they've earned that money. I yeah. I, I don't know. I and just I guess
0: we've just earned nothing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just I'm saying that I yeah. haven't been there and I don't understand. All right. Well, so way I... to
0: way to stand up for the race directors. Somebody's got to do it because it's Jerez that gave me right now, and, <laughs> and 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 that's why I would say I do understand giving a partial refund. At least yeah. go like you know. I would say like. Because I feel like a race director on a lot of the stuff, yeah, he's not, he probably had to put deposits down on some things and he's not going to get his deposit back. But I feel like when he cancels like some of the stuff that he was going to use for the race, you know, because they ran a lot of things and Mm -hmm. all that, you know, buy food or not buy food that they're going to get refunds back. Not, all, not everything will be refunded back to them, but they'll get a partial refund Maybe. for stuff. So why does the runner not get a partial refund?
1: Well, if one of our listeners or if some of you guys, if you're a race director and you've experienced this, comment on our yeah. Facebook page, Shuttle 100. You know, Tell what? us your experience and why you did what you did.
0: We'd even be willing to bring you on the pod.
1: Oh, totally. I would
0: love to talk to a race director about the cancellation of races and how... The point of view from a um, from a you know director's point, uh, how much money they actually have put into this before the race, and what they're getting back, and and everyone's going to be out of money here. So I guess everyone is unhappy about it. Um, there's
1: just no way to make everyone happy in this situation. Not, there's not a win-win. It's just, it's just a a really unfortunate year. <laughs> For a lot of people and but anyways let's let's stop talking about the depressed <laughs> stuff because <laughs> life is not that bad
0: okay well if anybody wants to give me some more insights into this please comment send us a message i'm very interested actually i like i like to to learn about these things so please and maybe anyway.
1: we will throw you on the podcast
0: but all right okay so how about we go with it? so before you know as we were still training Mm-hmm. before this race got canceled it got canceled this week but let's go back to st george since we want to talk about something fun
1: okay so this was before we knew it was canceled yeah and we went on a big long run in st george and it was an adventure my friends <laughs> if you
0: hear any pounding um we got our neighbors <laughs> building a deck outside the house so we apologize for that uh, anyways, yeah, so we had some friends drop us off on the red, in the Red Mountain Wilderness area. And uh, the plan was we were just going to run back to the house. It was up on this big mountain red plateau, and we were going to run through it and then run down the cliff. Well, they said there was a trail that went down the cliff. Yeah, we've and, never done
1: this trail before. We yeah. just found it on a map.
0: And some of the maps said the trail went all the way through. Other maps didn't. So I just figured, well, it must not be like the most well up kept trail, but there's still got to be a trail of some map say there's trails.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it was going to be a 13-mile run was yeah, the plan.
0: nice and easy.
1: Mm-hmm. So we start this run at the very top, and we're running. It's great. The sun is shining. The red rocks are beautiful. We're running into some hikers, and we're talking to them, and we're just on top of the world. And we get about nine miles in and this is where the trail starts to kind of disappear
0: it literally disappeared not kind of okay it was gone it's just like one second karen's
1: anywhere <laughs> well it's like the saint george rock you know it sometimes it's hard to stay on the trail in saint on the saint george rock because it's, you don't have the dirt to tell you where you're yeah, going it's just it's, rock
0: it's rock and sand and bushes and it's just kind of the same thing throughout the whole area So, yeah, so then, like, I knew the general area of the trail, so we keep going south and
1: and i just trust jacob i'm like okay he knows where we're going and i'm just following him and <laughs> i was
0: stressed at this point the, though.
1: well so we get going i didn't jacob was probably in his head like ah, oh, where the heck are we and i'm just like running like oh this is so fun jacob knows where we're going <laughs> that's why i wasn't
0: talking much i was just trying to
1: yeah he got really quiet but i was like oh he's probably just in the zone and i'm just totally like whatever nope. this is fun no
0: <laughs> no nope, nope. so we get to where the cliff drops off it's literally like i don't know like 1500 to 2000 foot cliff yeah it was,
1: straight down 90 degree angle folks and <laughs>
0: because on my map it said there was two trails where it went down and so i go to one side of this plateau and nada there there was i did not see any trail in that area and, and at this
1: point we're like 10 miles in so more Probably more than that. Maybe Probably 11 like or 12 11. miles. Yeah. yeah. So, at this point, I'm like, okay. Jacob doesn't know where we're going. There's no trail. Honestly, this is the first time in my life ever we that I've actually legitimately been lost in the mountains. I, was, I wasn't like... Like, if worse came to worse, we could turn around and run 11 miles back. But that would suck. <laughs> and... We weren't necessarily So I knew we weren't going to die We knew our location.
0: There. It was just we did not know how to get to the point that we wanted to get to because there was a giant cliff that stood in our way.
1: Oh, and here's the funny thing. We ran into these two old men before we hit this point of zero trail. We ran to these old men and we told them where we were going and they looked at us funny and I remember thinking, why are they looking at us like that? Like we're just running a trail. And, and they're like, you know, lots of people get lost down there like, lots of people yeah. end up calling search and rescue. Yeah, and we just kind of laughed. And he like, and Jacob are like, we'll be fine. He's
0: telling <laughs> us how the helicopter had to come save him from the side of the cliff.
1: Yeah. So at this point, when we get to this cliff, I was like, oh, uh, that's what they're talking about. And I was like, Chiz, Jacob, are we going to have to call search and rescue? <laughs> <laughs> they're so, going to like see us go up in the helicopter and they're just going to laugh at us.
0: But, you know, it turned out okay because... Well, we go to one side and we're like, that's not going down. Then we go to the other side because I have this little map on my phone. It's my hunting map that I broke out.
1: Thank goodness.
0: And so then I get to the point where it says there's a trail that goes down that side of the cliff and we see footprints in the area. So we're like, Which was a relief to me because yeah. we weren't seeing many footprints up to that <laughs> point. And I'm like, okay, so people have been here. And then I led us in a big old circle at one point. This was
1: literally the funniest thing ever. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the Rugrats movie, but it reminded me of the part where Tommy is lost in the woods and he's like looking at his little compass and he's just like his head's down looking at it and he's just walking in circles and they're not getting anywhere anyways it was the same thing like jacob's literally like his head's down like in his phone he's following the trail and we literally just walk in a giant circle and i'm dying (laughs) i was like babe we just walked in a circle
0: (laughs) well yeah that's you thought well what do you mean by dying
1: like dying laughing no you weren't it was hilarious you
0: were actually concerned at that point (laughs) You were not laughing. Okay. Well, now it's funny. That's when, when you. When you I lost, think about
1: it, it's funny.
0: You lost. You were actually lost hope at, in me because of that circle. Like there was no laughter. You were concerned. You were like, "Babe, babe, weren't we just here, babe?" Okay. That was you. When,
1: okay. <laughs> you're right. You're right.
0: But I was actually reassured that. The circle, because I took the wrong direction, I had myself looking at the map. Then I knew, okay, we're not going that way. And so then I turned the other way. And that led us to the, what some people call a trail down the side of the mountain. And it was...
1: If you call it a trail, yeah.
0: So it was like, we found there was a little rocks, there was a little sign there that had a whirlpool on it, which I think means water in the area. Oh really um, yeah uh i don't know where that water would be but yeah anyways so, so um, we
1: find the sign and we are like okay yay there's a sign here's the trail
0: and then it, we start it's like a rock fall going down like we're hugging the side of the cliff and there's this rock fall that's going down the cliff
1: okay it's so steep it's so rocky it's so loose like it's dangerous guys I, and i looked at jacob i was like are, are you sure this is the trail?
0: <laughs> and uh, you know that this was the most this was the apprehensive part of the day for me was just that no, I wasn't sure it was the trail, but I knew it was probably our only our best option to get down. It was either take that or we were going all the way back. Yeah. And I decided you know what we're gonna take this down unless it just gets if we get to a point where we can't get back up, Meaning, you know, we've hit a cliff and we can't get back up. Then we'll go all the way back up and we'll head back the way we came. But I was like, we're going to take this down until we can't go any further. And the apprehensive part is, will I get halfway down this cliff and there's going to be another cliff. Well, like not literally cliff, but halfway down this steep rock fall. And there's because you can't see to the bottom, even though there's no trees. It's that steep. You couldn't see to the bottom. Um, you can, you can see the houses at the bottom in the distance, but you can't see where you can't the see where cliff, the mountain ends, the cliff and the, yeah, the mountain and the ground meet.
1: So we're wondering, okay, we're going to go down this, but we are worried, are we going to hit an impassable cliff? Are we yeah. going to hit another spot where we can't go any further than have to climb all the way back up?
0: But luckily we didn't hit it. We just slowly took it down and we made it down. We were both
1: shaken. <laughs> We said a prayer. <laughs> we are yeah. like, hey, let's say a prayer Honestly, before we go like, down this.
0: So I was ahead of Melody, and I went a little bit ahead of her because rocks are falling down the mountain as we're trying to get down because there's a lot of loose rocks. So I went a little bit ahead, so I didn't have rock. If there was going to be a rock take me out, I'd have time to react. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> and so, At one
1: point, I did set a little rock his way, and he got really mad at me.
0: <laughs> she's trying to break my ankles. Okay,
1: it was an accident. <laughs> I, I told you to, to look out i like i was like jake jacob, jacob look out and he just like oh i did- slow motion like, <laughs> looked up at me <laughs> and i was like okay. move man move and
0: <laughs> it well when you're on a steep mountain it's hard to move
1: okay yeah yeah
0: and when all the other rock around you is loose as well
1: <laughs> yeah okay it was scary
0: <laughs> so we start we head down and about halfway down is when I realized we were going to get down. We
1: could see the base of the mountain. Yeah,
0: and I could see there was no cliffs that were going to get in the way. But I will say, as somebody, either that day, it was that morning because it rained the night before. So there was, I kept seeing an occasional footprint on the way down. And I was like, whoever came up this this morning is nuts. Because we're nuts for going down this. Yeah. And, but I was so grateful that one person came up that side of that wash that day because to me, it was just the reassurance of this is somebody's been on this. So. It must be passable.
1: Well, this is what we found out. Like, that was the trail. That was a trail. Like, yeah. people actually go up and down this. <laughs>
0: we didn't think it was the trail at first. We thought we just found some wash and we were just going to take it down because I couldn't find where the trail was. But that is the trail.
1: And obviously, at this point, we haven't been running for like an hour. And we're just like, um, screw our split pace time. <laughs> we <laughs> This is going to be the worst time ever. <laughs>
0: yeah. But we went hiking later that day too, so we got more mileage in. We ended yeah, up getting like, like 20, 20 miles for yeah. the day. So it was
1: a good day. But so
0: that was that, that was a memory to behold as we I just will never forget standing on the side of the cliff looking over and just being like, "Wow, that's intimidating. I don't know if we're going to get down."
1: <laughs> yeah. I just kept imagining our names like on the news. We're the two crazy hikers who who tumbled down the cliff and like died from a rock avalanche.
0: (laughs) So now our plan moving forward.
1: Moving forward with.
0: Things are changed. Like I don't even think we know 100% what our plan is.
1: Well, I know at least for me, this is. My plan right now. I took this week easy. I'm going to take next week easy too. Because my body feels broken. It feels really tired. If you guys have listened to our other podcasts. We went from a hard, hard, easy approach to a hard, harder, hard approach. Melody <laughs> we, did, not I, me. I did. Okay. I haven't been taking breaks, which was stupid of me. I just got in this really intense. I'm like, we're running hundred miles. Got to take this seriously. I did not take care of my body. Anyways, I... I was running between like 40 and 50 miles a week for a long time without a break and my body just hurts. So I'm taking, I took this week off, next week off, and then I'm going to try to just maintain what what we've built. So I'm gonna try to keep between 30, 40 miles a week and I'm gonna start working on a new program as we decide what we wanna do moving forward. If we wanna put on our own race or if we're just gonna do the race next year, I don't know. But that's my plan is to just maintain what what we've built so far.
0: And I agree. I think we're still gonna try to like throw in like fifteen even if we do wait till next year, we're gonna try to throw in, you know, at least one fifteen plus mile run a month and you know, keep it's keep the long runs going.
1: Good. We'll listen to our bodies.
0: But I am I'm leaning towards just putting on our own race because I kind of feel yeah. like I've quit. And if I don't have something I'm working towards, then I'm not, I'm not gonna maintain this. I just know I'm not. Because
1: humans are goal-oriented people. Yeah, right? I
0: already on Saturday I didn't go for a long run, because what's the point? <laughs> I mean, I went we on my maintain, short.
1: Maintain like what we've built.
0: Well, I maintained my short runs. Like mm-hmm. I did. You did run. I this did week. three yeah. five mile runs this week and. I just, you know, it just to... Well, and then you weren't... I was going to go on a real long run, but then you abandoned me. So,
1: I anyways. was <laughs> helping my sister move home from college. <laughs> okay? So,
0: she abandoned me, so I just decided to lay in bed and sleep. <laughs> and...
1: Yeah, it's my fault. It's my fault that he stayed in bed and slept in on Saturday. But
0: <laughs> I can't become an excuse-oriented man. And that's why a part of me thinks we should just pick some hundred mile route and run it this fall because then it also to me, it just shows like it's the mental toughness aspect. And that's why I was running the race in the first place. I wanted to be mentally tough. I wanted to do something that I never have done before, push myself beyond what I've pushed myself. And if that means that i have to run a hundred mile race that's not an official race and just run a hundred miles somewhere um then that's that's what it matters it doesn't matter about placing on a podium or showing to all the other racers that i can do it you know this is just in deep down this is just for me and you to prove it to ourselves
1: and to do it together yeah I'm the same way. Here's the thing. We're running 100 miles, no matter what we are doing it. And we're going to keep training and we'll keep you guys updated on, on what we're doing and what the new schedule looks like. And we'll let you know if we do end up doing our own 100 mile race, and maybe you can come. If you're here in Ogden or Utah. come, come support us, come help us with an aid station. Come cheer us on. We'll, we'll let you know.
0: Or don't, we're going to do it either way. Yeah. Whether you care about us or not. (laughs) We don't even need an aid station. We can just set up a car at some loop, and we can just run that loop over and over Honestly, again and have <gasps> all our food in the car. Yeah.
1: My dad sent me this video on Facebook of this guy who literally did 100 miles in his house. He, like, made this little loop where he ran through his house and then out of his house and then into the backyard. And then and he did, like, it was something like 1,400 70 loops and he did 100 miles in his house. All I got
0: to say is he better have some good audio books he's listening to so he can zone out because you're not running that for the scenery.
1: No, definitely not. <laughs> like
0: you better like I I my mind would go crazy running that that many times unless I had some amazing audiobook that sucked my mind off of the race. I'm sure he listened to listen different to books
1: it. and to different music and I'm sure he turned it off sometimes. That's how it goes. But here's the thing. If your race was canceled, don't give up, guys. Keep running, keep training. And something that's helped me is to realize all of the training that we've done thus far it wasn't a waste of time even if if we don't end up doing 100 miles this year if we do it next year the training that we've done this year is still going to make us stronger for when we do our 100 miles and we're going to keep running and we have learned so much i already know when we hop back into training what again whether it's this year or next year i know exactly well i guess not exactly but i have a better idea of how i want to set up the training program and it's been so so useful and We've learned a lot and we also have made some awesome memories together. Going on all these fun long runs and discovering new places has not been a waste of time.
0: You're talking about this like it's past tense. We're continuing. (laughs)
1: we are we are but but just for other runners out there whose their race has been canceled i just want to encourage you guys to to not give up and what you've done is not a waste of time you've learned a lot and this is going to make you stronger for your next race
0: and if anybody wants to start a protest to get our money back let me know (laughs) i will i will join in i'll be i'll be part of the Cause the he'll cry, make a sign and everything. the cry for justice <laughs> here in this in this world, but he'll any,
1: paint his body,
0: <laughs> so we're gonna keep running y'all, and um well hopefully next week maybe we'll have a decision on on what we're gonna do and our new plan um as we continue on the trail to one hundred um so any last words for our true and faithful melody
1: just stay tuned we're not giving up on the podcast we're gonna keep coming on every week to share our experiences and to also share other tips and tricks on how to be a better runner so keep tuning in
0: okay well thank you for joining us like melody said we're still gonna bring this because we're still on the quest to 100 miles we'll get there uh Hopefully sooner rather than later, but it's going to happen. There's going to be a lot of setbacks, but this is just going to prove us even more. And uh, the more challenges, the greater the victory, right?
1: Exactly. It's just another roadblock. Just another roadblock that we're going to get over, so...
0: Um, So make sure you go like our Facebook page. Uh, Send us a message if there's any uh, running topics you'd like us to talk about or if you have any questions for us. It's trail to 100. We're also on Instagram as well. Uh, Thank you for joining in. We'll see you all next week.
1: See you guys. If you want help recovering from a running injury, if you want help establishing a running plan, or if you want help becoming a stronger, faster runner, contact me and my partners at BodySmart Mobile Health, located in Ogden, Utah. Go ahead and just send me a message through our Facebook page, Trail to 100.